I'm Yasi Salek, and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends, and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify. At Walt Disney World Resort, magic is found in spontaneity. The unplanned, the unexpected, an inside joke born in the Haunted Mansion queue. A surprise stitch sighting in Tomorrowland. Watching fireworks from your room. These memories aren't made from predetermined plans, but manifested from simply being. Present and together in the most magical place. Find your moment at Walt Disney World Resort. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. To the Ringiverse, your nexus team for all things fandom. My name is Charles Holmes, the Midnight Boys. His name is Justin Charity of Sound Only. And together, we decided to convene a little anime club for y'all. We've heard, we've heard the rumblings, okay? We're here to talk about the biggest show of the season, Chainsaw Man. And don't worry, this is a show for anime beginners and experts alike. So it doesn't matter if you've never watched an anime before or can name every member of the Straw Hat crew because Charity and I are going to have you covered. Now, with that out of the way, Charity, are you pumped to talk about anime? I had to pull a lot of strings behind the scenes <laughs> to get this screen lit. <laughs> you, had, you, had to hit the jack, you had to hit Miyazaki on the jack. Um, the hype for the show is out of control. Like, th- this is... This is are we safe to say this is like the most hype thing since Attack on Titan? I feel like that's what we're dealing with, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I thought that you were going to have to talk me off it. Like, no. like no, 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 it's no, no, different. No. It's no. different from Demon Slayer, where like Demon Slayer didn't have hype until it was out. Until we saw the animation, it goes crazy, snowballed. Yeah, this is Attack on Titan level of once this is off Crunchyroll, or let's say. Crunchyroll, maybe Hulu gets it. I don't think Americans will shut up about this show. Being yeah. Honest. yeah, absolutely. So, I, is, I want, because here's the thing. I have to pull a lot of strings. And what I promised everyone is, is that I'm going to take you on a journey. I'm going to be a nice mm. teacher for everybody. So I want to tell everybody what Chainsaw Man is about before we hop into this conversation. So Chainsaw Man is a manga created in 2018 by Tatsuki Fuchimoto. It follows the story of Denji, a poor orphan who bonds with his pet Pochita, becomes a devil hunter named Chainsaw Man with the powers of, you guessed it, a chainsaw. The series has sold more than 15 million copies worldwide. It's become one of the most popular manga and honestly just comics in general in the world. And now with the release of the Ryu Nakayama directed series by MAPPA Studios on Crunchyroll, Chainsaw Man will most likely become one of the most popular TV shows on the planet if the studio can pull off the adaptation. But before we get into the first episode, I want to know from you, Charity, what's your just relationship with anime and how close or far is something like Chainsaw Man from what you normally consume? I mean, this is this is my world. Come on, dog. This is my <laughs> wheelhouse. This is my wheelhouse. Like I've been I, Sailor Moon, you know, in the 90s, dog. Me, I, I have the, one of my earliest childhood memories is crying during like that first season finale of Sailor Moon. So like this is me. This is my life. Wait, are we we're both Sailor Moon boys? When I was Oh in, absolutely. When we were in kid when I was in yeah. kindergarten, oh man, I, I had Dragon Ball Z versus girl. Sailor Moon. Everybody else, everybody else I was friends with was was DBZ. I was I was not messing with DBZ at all. I was I was in the Sailor Moon. And the rest is history. Oh 
charity. This is why we're boys. Because uh, as my brother likes to say it, uh, I'm a fan of everything. I love the slop. If it's anime, <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Good, bad, or indifferent. I, That's this is nothing against the story, but I am life. like, I am 70 episodes in to uh, Ace of Diamond on Crunchyroll. And uh, that's me watching it within a two-week span. So I watch a lot of anime. But what I want to talk about first is Chainsaw Man. Because before it's an, an anime, it's a, it's a manga. And the best way I can describe why I think Chainsaw Man is going to be so big once it really breaks through is that, and I mean this in the highest compliment possible, Chainsaw Man is like prestige Chad comics. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> and I say that with so much love and reverence for Fujimoto. But what Chainsaw Man really is for people who are like, oh, why are like everybody going crazy? He's like, it's almost a send up of Battle Shonen manga mm-hmm. where it's subverting trends. So if people are like, what's Battle Shonen? Uh, the most popular in the States is Dragon Ball Z, where a young boy, uh, in this case, Denji, gets magical powers. And he has to fight some type of enemies, in this case, devils. So Naruto, he has the demon fox within him. He has to fight ninjas. In Bleach, he is a samurai who gets powers, and now he's a soul reaper. This is pretty much all of the biggest anime in America. It's a format. Yeah. Tend to be battle shonen from Shonen Jump because uh, of, honestly, what was uh, we got as kids, first of all, off Toonami. And I just think that when you talk about Chainsaw Man, when I first read it, I was like, this is going to be dumb. And then as you read through the series, you're like, oh, this is someone who understands so much about, about Battle Shonen that he can subvert it at every turn, which is why I loved it. Were you a fan of the manga? Yes, I am. Well, I'll say two things. One, I, th- I think subversion is one way of looking at it. I think the other way is it's kind of just aging it up, right? Because I think that there are a lot of different sort of like things that people will call sign-in, which is like slightly older age range, as opposed to shonen. That kind of do yeah. the thing where the format is like, it's a, it's a manga, it has a villain of the week style, you know, but is not Naruto or something like that, <laughs> right? Not Bo- Baruto is uh, some and people Bo- watch. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, Wait, can I just say, is it is it wild that we're old enough where I'm just like, oh, there's a whole new generation. Yeah. The, <laughs> Watching Naruto's child. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, continue. <laughs> but, man, with the manga for this, right, Chainsaw Man, I feel like it was uh, my son only co-host Micah was talking about it back, like, years back. I, I really wasn't until the pandemic because the manga's been going since, like, 2018, I want to say, is when it started. 2018, yeah. I just remember during the pandemic, like, the lockdowns in New York, start of the pandemic, uh, maybe maybe a little ways into it, but I remember trying to go to like Kudikino to like the the bookstore to find Chainsaw Man because you couldn't get it on Amazon. You couldn't get a single volume of it on yeah. Amazon. So I'm like going to Japanese bookstores and stuff. You go in, the whole shelf is ransacked. You can't find Chainsaw Man at any bookstore in New York City for a solid six months, right? Like we're not we're not just talking about something that's like oh this was popular for a bit we're talking about something that like when Chainsaw Man just as a manga series blew up it was all it was on the New York Times bestseller list and you couldn't find it you could not get your hands on like Chainsaw Man for a minute it took me forever to assemble the first I want to say eight volumes of it I didn't even read Chainsaw Man in like the Tonkabon, which are like the physical chapters. I literally was like, I want to read this so much. I'm just going to use the Shonen Jump app. So yeah. I'm the Shonen Jump app. And like, to your point, I do think the pandemic, at least in the States, had a very, very yeah. big um, impact. Because Chainsaw Man, to your point, it is geared at older, um, at older readers. And you are going to kill me for this comparison. <laughs> But if somebody's like, I've never read a manga, what's like the American equivalent? To me, Chainsaw Man is similar to how like people were reacting to like The Walking Dead, where people yeah. are like, Yeah, what what is this? It's zombies, but oh, it's different. <laughs> we're doing something different here. <laughs> that is the level of kind of for lack of a better term, like normies, people who don't read manga. I was in last time I was in LA a couple weeks ago. 
someone sees me with like just reading a manga before breakfast and a 40 year old white man walks up to me and he's like yo can i tell you something and i'm like yeah sure he's like i got my i got my uh nephew a, a manga it's called chainsaw man i'm like uh how old is he and he's just like no no it don't matter he plays call of duty and shit it'll be fine and i'm like <laughs> I, and i'm like i don't i don't know to be fine but like that's the level of like why is this random server just being like, yeah, I'm the coolest uncle. Like, I, yep. I bought him some new chainsaws. Yep, yep. That's right. He probably appreciated it, too. Steph, you probably appreciated it. And, and I want to ask you, before we kind of delve into the first episode, why do you think Chainsaw Man is so popular? Not only worldwide, but specifically in America. Because the premise is very dumb on the surface when i first like became aware of chainsaw man i'm like wait what yeah like and i read a lot of fucking weird manga yeah, and even same. for me yeah. i was just like oh, i don't chainsaw her head <laughs> i don't i don't know and then after the first volume like oh this is not what i signed up for and i'm actually very quite happy about it so why do you think american audiences have taken to this so much well, you know, I can't speak for the Zoomers, but I can speak as an old ass uh, black <laughs> man. I, I will say that I think the first the first chapter of that manga is so arresting, right? Because to all of your points about Battle Shonen, like this isn't a thing that begins with like, yeah, you get into convoluted stuff about devils and Department of Public Safety and all that stuff, right? But in the beginning, when it really it, it has such a focused beginning, this story, the sense in which you meet Denji. He's just a kid who's down on, he's like, he's down and out. He's starving. And he's just like a boy who wants to hug a girl one day. Like, I don't know, he, his intro. He wants to, it's not what we're used to in terms of like Naruto. You're like, I want to be like, I want to be the Hokage or like yeah. Luffy. He's like, I want to be king of the pirates. Like, yeah. you know, Goku wants to be the strongest man alive. Right. Denji, to your point, is literally like, uh, I, I want to be popular with girls and I've been starving. I just want like bread and jam. And like his world opens up when, spoiler alert, a woman hugs him for the first time, which is like, yeah. that was actually my clue in terms of like, this is different because we're so used to the most popular manga. It's almost different from superhero DC. Like Batman isn't like every issue like, it's my lifelong dream to save Gotham. Like, you'll yeah. say it, but like, when you're reading most manga, watching most anime, you're like, all right, Luffy, this has it said, I want to be king of the pirates this episode. Where is it? Chainsaw Man does not have that. It is something that is a little bit weirder. Um, and that's what I think has made it so arresting when you read it, is you're just like, everything that these people are fighting for are just such base level, weird, almost especially for Denji, like, incel-y uh, wants. <laughs> yeah. Well, is it incel-y? Because to me, it's more so that I felt so protective of Denji within just reading the first 10 pages of the first chapter of this manga series, right? Like, the thing you're saying about you first see him and he's subsisting on, like, one slice of bread that he's splitting with Pochita. And his big dream isn't, man, I want to be rich one day and, and have, like, a buffet in my mansion. His dream is just, I want to have bread with jam. Right? And he looks emaciated. And you're just protective of this kid. You're like, this kid is adorable. He's a wreck. I just want to, I want to hug him. Like, I want to protect this kid. I think that is what sucks people in in the beginning. Oh, I totally agree. The vulnerability agree. in the beginning is, like, is key to it. And what I think about when I say Inceli is more so like this feeling, especially as the show is going to develop it in that first chapter in this first episode that we're about to talk about is that there's this main character who is just his base urges, which is not something new. That is something where it's like, boys, what's a protagonist in a manga? He wants meat. He wants to eat. He wants to, he want, he's going to win the day. With the power of friendship. Just very... But, like, his urges are base level. Sex, food. And it is so... Because everything around Denji 
is so destitute and so grimy. He's sold off parts of himself to survive. A lot of Chainsaw Man, and this is why I love the series, is about how you start becoming a human that looks at people past transactions, which is something that is very, very mature in terms of like subject matter for any comic that is geared towards older teens. But we're, we're, we're scratching up against what the first episode is about. Before we go there, I want to go to a special corner for, uh, for some people who are like, I want to watch Chainsaw Man, but I have some questions. I'm calling it Frequently Asked Anime Questions. Can you help me with this, Charity? Okay. All right. What would your elevator pitch be to someone who is on the fence about watching Chainsaw Man? Why are you on the fence about watching Chainsaw Man? <laughs> That's my first question. It's like, this is not, listen, this is not 1999 where I need to sort of sell you on the idea of anime. Well, come like, on, just, it's, it's, come on, bandwagon, just bandwagon with us. That's what, that's the elevator pitch. Just watch it. This is the peak of anime, right? We're at the commercial, like, peak of anime. Come on, just watch it. For, for everybody, my elevator pitch would be like, as dumb as you think a story about a boy who has a chainsaw for a head can be. Remember that feeling. Get the first volume. Come back to me. That is like the big like, all right, I went in like that. By the end of the first volume, I'm like hooked, sold. Now, what genre? We've already gone over this. What genre would you say Chainsaw Man is? Well, so it runs so like Chainsaw Man legit runs in weekly Shonen Jump, right? So it is, I guess by that account, right, a Shonen manga. But I think a lot of what you and I are talking about is it's a bit aged up, right? That's not to say there isn't like violence and cursing and boobies in Shonen stuff too, (laughs) right? But I think part of what you're saying in terms of the, I think the thematic maturity of a lot of it, um, it it does feel like it's one of those, it, it is at least one of those anime or manga series that exists specifically to create Reddit threads where people ask, is X shonen or Sinon? Yes, exactly. And within that, within that larger branch, I would say that Chainsaw Man is, how do I put this? It's a horror in terms of like there are blood, there's blood, there's guts, there's yeah. gore. Mm-hmm. It's action It's visceral, yeah. It is very visceral. Um, but it's also very funny. It is, that's actually probably the biggest part of its success in terms of like, there are, there are series like Demon Slayer, one of the most popular anime, uh, on the planet. Not laugh out loud funny for most of the run. It is very, it is a very serious type of story, like Japanese story. Chainsaw Man is, is not that. I think Fujimoto, have you read Fire Punch? I haven't read Fire Punch. No, I haven't read the other Fujimoto stuff. Fire Punch is another Fujimoto manga. And what you realize about him when you read a lot of his work is that he's very, very interested in not only American cinema, uh, he is also interested in just like what is going on in the world. So a lot of the comedy of Chainsaw Man is characters referencing shit that is in our world. It's almost it's better than the MCU, but it is of that flavor sometimes when, yeah. when you read certain things where you're like, oh, they're poking fun at something that's very popular. Now, my third question, this is, the, this is probably the most important one. Would you classify Chainsaw Man as kid-friendly? I'm just thinking back to the anecdote you gave me about you know, the dude who's like, I got some Chainsaw Man for my kid, which is like, it depends on who your parent is. Because I was watching some gory stuff when I was, you know what I mean? I was born in 87. I was watching gory anime by 1997. Let's put it like that. But is it a parent listening to this? No. My formal legal answer under the advisement of counsel is no, it is not kid-friendly. But There's titties. There's blood. There's guts. There's gore. there's, There's all of the things that, honestly, your kid could just look up on the internet. But I would tell y'all, yeah, don't like don't show your five year old chainsaw man. It's not, it's goofy, but uh, it might scar them. Now, yeah. two more questions. Where can this is? Where can people watch the first episode of Chainsaw Man Crunchyroll, which is a streaming service for anime? 
more importantly, what anime would you recommend if someone is intrigued after the first episode of Chainsaw Man? Ooh, that's hard. I actually think it's a harder question. Um, because I don't know, anim- anime is just such like a wide space. Like, what is the one-to-one sort of, if you like this, what is the next thing that the ne- the Netflix algorithm recommends if you liked Chainsaw Man and you want to stay kind of in that age range, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the most stereotypical answer would probably be something like Brotherhood, I guess. See, here's the thing. I'm going to recommend some stuff for people who have never watched. These are going to these are going to be very basic bro answers. Uh, if you like the very mature, gory but sexy and a little existential uh, nature of Chainsaw Man, Neon Genesis Evangelion, it's on Netflix. Uh, listen to the sound only. You guys did a great, great pod recapping it. I would also say this is I do not support any of the politics in it, but Attack on Titan. Watch the first season, then look up the politics, which aren't great. Those are probably in America the two closest examples of like here are other things that like are generally the if you're gonna be anime pilled, these are the ones that people like. <laughs> have you watched this nifty show called? Wait, can I can I Attack create then an addendum show uh, an addendum rec though? It's much easier for me to think of what manga I would recommend to somebody who likes the Chancel Man manga or likes the anime, okay. which is definitely. Marshala go like because the yeah. the fl- that's another case of something where it's like absurd about a lesbian serial killer who becomes a detective who hunts serial killers very elevated very gory very violent but is like it it still has that kind of flow that kind of um it has a battle shown in flow but it's aged up and again is constantly going back and forth between being comedic and being visceral um. Yeah, Marshallago, if you're into reading as opposed to watching. This stuff. is why this is why, I, why we have you on charity, because you are you are the maester of the manga slash anime. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Without further ado, it's time, y'all. Let's get into episode one of Chainsaw Man. So, recap for y'all. We begin with Denji and his pet, Pojita, a puppy-like creature with a chainsaw on his head. They're trying to scrape by. Denji is an orphan who inherited his father's debt from the Yakuza. He sells body parts and hunts devils to try and pay the gangsters off, but he's still destitute. Then, when Denji is lured to an abandoned warehouse by the Yakuza, it's revealed that the gangsters have sold their soul to the zombie devil. Denji is killed by the zombie horde, thrown in the trash, but Pojita bonds with him. This saves Denji's life and also turns him into... Chainsaw Man. After he's done killing the Horde and the zombie devil, he's visited by a mysterious woman, Makima. Then she asks for a hug from Makima, and she offers him two options. Either she kills him, like any other devil, or he she keeps him in her employ as a human who will basically be her pet. Charity, please. Instant reactions, first episode of Chainsaw Man, need to know him stat. First of all, super it's super faithful to the first chapter of the month. Like the beat, it's almost beat for beat. Almost shot for shot, you know, the best way. Frame for frame, like, faithful to the first chapter of the manga. Um, but yeah, just that face value, right? Like, I thought it was... I don't know. I think it's the style they went with for this is really good. The animation is really good. I feel like that the sort of more action-oriented stuff obviously happens toward, like, the last five to seven minutes of the episode, sort of after he sort of makes the pact, right, with Pochita. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. All the, like, even then, the best stuff to me is what I liked about the first chapter of the manga, which is just this, the time you spend with Denji for the first five minutes when it's just him and Pachita and he's giving you the whole spiel about like, oh, I sold my kidney for 1.2 million yen and sold my eye for 500,000. And, and then the line, the line is sold one of my nuts for. <laughs> <laughs> sold one of my nuts for a hundred thousand, which is like seven hundred dollars, right? Like that, uh, 
the color, the animation, the art style, like everything is just sort of, I don't know, man. Like I, you just remember when you first saw the trailers for this come out, like they started dripping out a year ago. And I think the thing that was the most sort of that got people hype wasn't just that it was Chainsaw Man, but it was that it was Studio Mappa just really bringing all the guns to bear on making the most beautiful, luxurious, like action anime stuff you had seen again since basically Attack on Titan. And they really did it. It's like it it is exactly as pretty, but also brutal as you imagined it would be. Oh, I will say that I think what they actually bring to it, and this is kind of what makes a successful adaptation, is that when you read the manga, that first chapter, Fujimoto's style is very crisp, but also crude in a way where it's like when he talks about like selling off his nut. You got like when I first read that, I rolled my eyes. I'm like, oh, okay, yes, this is targeted <laughs> at teens. Like, yes, like 15 year old me would be reading this. Like, they said nuts in a manga, sick, bro. <laughs> and what the anime does with the color palette, with just how quiet and luxurious it is at moments, is it really sets this atmosphere of not only the world, but where Denji is, where he is destitute. His dad has left him with this debt from the Yakuza, and you feel as suffocated as he does, but you also feel this beauty of, like, Pojita. He has this little puppy. Yeah. You, even when they're just eating, like, a slice of bread, you feel hungry for them, but you feel for Denji in this way where you're like, oh, like, he has a heart. There's something about him that cherishes not only Pojita, but the world around him. And that, it wasn't actually the action scenes that sold me on this first episode. It was like the downtime. Like right yeah. before Denji gets killed, they do the flashback of Denji and Pojita just chilling, um, taking a break after they're basically cutting down trees for money. I was like, oh, this is actually the promise that the Chainsaw Man manga gives you that between all of the gore, between all of the sex, between all of the cursing and all of these things, it's really this elemental story of like what it means to be alive and like what do you fight for? Um, and I just thought it was very <laughs> wildly beautiful. And this brings me to like the biggest things that are happening on the interwebs, which is you said that Mappa, let, before I ask the question, can you set the stage for like what MAPPA is for people who don't know? Oh, let's like, can we talk about MAPPA? Cause like, okay, so here's the thing. You have this anime studio, right? I think the first big thing is Kids on the Slope. Kids on the Slope is sort of like a very sentimental jazz <laughs> anime. <laughs> like, uh, it's when a Watanabe who also did like Cowboy Bebop and stuff like that. Like, MAPPA just has really expensive looking animation of some really interesting stories. Kids on the Slope. Uh, weirdly, like of all of the Mappa stuff, so you have Yuri on Ice. First of all, Yuri on Ice is like the big Mappa thing that is like it, people remember. Dog, if you remember, like eight years ago, or whatever, Yuri on Ice, the 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 gay skating ice skating anime that became like the biggest meme on the planet is a phenomenon. Legit, a really, yeah, really great show. Just could not be farther away from what I think Mappa is known for today in terms of like. Yeah. <laughs> a love story between like two like gay ice skaters. I remember yeah. watching it and be like, this is lovely. This is lovely. <laughs> and when you think about Mappa Studios now, I don't know if people like Yuri on Ice is the first thing people think of it. They they still do stuff because Sarazanmai is kind of uh it's not like Yuri on Ice, but it's certainly not a battle shonen thing. It's a you know, it's a Kunahiko Ikuhara thing. Again, pretty sentimental. Um, thematically rich, like, but I don't know. It's Mappa. Mappa does a lot of different kind of anime, but I think they have established a track record of like really high level detail, like really luxurious looking animation, and that's regardless of the quality of some of these things. Like, I'll tell you, one of the the one of the studio Mappa things I think about constantly. Did you ever watch Terror and Resonance? No. So that's that's a Watanabe show as well. Like I said, Watanabe did Cowboy Bebop and a bunch of other stuff. Terror Resonance is terrible. 
right? Like the whole premise of Terra and Resonance, I'll tell you, this is like, go hate watch this actually if you're really enterprising. Terra and Resonance, the, the pitch is, what if Japanese teenagers did 9-11? Uh, but but it's like a beautiful looking show, even if I think that the execution of it falls flat on its ass constantly. <laughs> it one looks great, and two has like legit some of the best anime soundtrack stuff. It's like some of Yoko Kano's best stuff is in Terror and Resonance, which is unfortunate because that show is terrible. But <laughs> Mappa is just it's a powerhouse, right? Like that's that is a powerhouse animation studio in this decade at this point. When when I think about them now, the meme that goes around <laughs> the internet is they are known for helming so many popular adaptations, whether yeah. that's Jujutsu Kaisen, Attack mm-hmm. on Titan, Vinland Saga. They're about to have Hell's Paradise. They have Chainsaw Man. Where the meme going around on the internet now is basically like... <laughs> How are the Mappa animators going to animate all this shit? Because to your <laughs> point, they're known for this like luscious work. Yeah. And now at this stage of the studio, it's like they have so many ongoing hits that you're just like, how, how are they going to handle all of this? And what I want to ask you is that as much as we're talking about how beautiful the first episode looks yeah. um, for long stretches, the big controversy are the action sequences. Because when Denji turns into Chainsaw Man, not all of the time, but primarily his the chainsaw aesthetics are CGI, which uh, I don't know about you. Uh, I know it on the Ringerverse as someone who was very, uh, very hard on the quality of CGI in 2022. How do you think the whole uh, CGI uh, holds up? Did it take away from the animation? So I will say I'm probably a dissent here in general. Right, where I actually am a big fan. I think anime is the one corner of popular entertainment where the integration of computer graphics with, uh, I guess, more quote unquote natural looking animation has actually gone pretty well at big studios. Like, it would be one thing if we were talking about how anime looked in 2003. When when studios start first started doing like yeah. if we put CG in the middle of this two D hand drawn thing and it looked like garbage, but like I actually think that the past ten years of CG being integrated into stuff like again like Attack on Titan or Chainsaw Man, I was watching One Piece recently and like I was just like oh like I do agree with you. Whereas like everybody was like oh my god he's CG and I was just, yeah I was or Digimon watching- even Digimon stuff like Digimon yeah. which I feel like is the first big stuff that really started doing it. Um, I think anime studios are actually, frankly, pretty good at that. And so I never really, I've never really gotten worked up over, oh, there's too much CG in this, like, 2D thing. Um, but I I do think that I'm probably in the minority on that. And there are a lot of people who just still to this day get stressed out about the collision of 2D and 3D animation. Here's the thing. Do I wish that more of the fight scene was hand-drawn? Yeah. Do I think the CG takes away from it? Not really. Like, I actually, it didn't take me out of the story. I still thought the staging of the fight was really, really beautiful. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't actually think that that was the thing that I was most excited for um, in the Chainsaw Man series because when I was reading the series, it wasn't really the battles that did it for me. It was all the, the relationships. It's all the downtime of, like, like I said, Denji learning what it means to be a feral child who lives in a shack raised by himself. Now he's a devil hunter and like slight spoiler alert, but maybe not. The series is going to be about Denji learning what it means to be like, for lack of a better term, a city boy. Like, yeah. (laughs) And those are the points of the manga that I enjoyed. It was never like, all right, he's, he's fighting the night devil now, you know? Wait, actually, now that you say that, I, I will say, it's, I want to circle back now to the point I was making about whether we call this a, a shonen or a seinen, right? And why I sort of would recommend something like Mershelago if you, if you like Chainsaw Man as opposed to, oh, go read Demon Slayer, right? Or go watch Demon Slayer. And I think it's because like, even insofar as, yes, it's a battle-driven series, a lot of the battles in Chainsaw Man feel, they can end up feeling like, oh, this is really a problem-solving exercise, right? Like, even yeah. when they fight the Eternity Devil 
and it's more about trying to like think or like yeah there's action to it and it literally culminates with this sort of endless bloodshed sequence right but it's more about the oh how do these characters with their personality traits and temperaments reason through this situation right and that's that's sort of what it means in a lot of ways to age up something like shonen from being about oh, you have the firepower and you have the ice power and boom, 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 boom. And more about like, oh, we're trapped in this building by this devil. How do we get out? Right. Oh, and I totally agree because if you, if you go back to some of the popular um, anime, take Naruto, at a certain point, the power-ups become so ridiculous. It's essentially being like, okay, I guess I'm watching Naruto learn how to make a bigger Rasengan. It's like, okay, what hair color does Goku have now? And Chainsaw Man is very much like the fighting, to your point, is like, what does this fight actually say about where these characters are emotionally yeah. um, at any given point? A lot of times, even when they win a fight, they don't win. Like a lot of Fujimoto's stories, whether it's Fire Punch, whether it's Chainsaw Man, is like, yeah, you could be as powerful as you fucking want. It doesn't make your life that much better like there's and that's what i think chainsaw man is actually going to as we start going along like in the episodes what people will really really take is that like yeah denji he has a chainsaw on his head he can fight all these demons but (laughs) how does he make friends like how does he get girls to like him once girls do start liking him well how does he deal with those it is very much geared towards like it Sometimes, and I love the CW, a lot of the problems that Denji faces are like CW problems. It's just yeah. like, girls, <laughs> they don't want to hug me. But, right. Yeah. And another thing that I wanted to kind of talk about too is, to your point, the first episode is such a faithful adaptation of the first chapter. As we go along in the series, a lot of chapters are going to be smushed together to have enough plot. What I think actually Chainsaw Man does in that first chapter so well is that the world building is so fast and so crisp. The first devil we really see is the tomato devil. And you're like, the fuck is a tomato devil? And then they're like, all right, now it's a zombie devil. And Fujimoto never stops really in that first chapter to over explain because like I said, he because he's such a master of like, Battle Shonen and Sanian and all these different things. It's like, no, 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 yada, yada, yada. We'll get there. But the actual important part of this is this boy and his chainsaw dog and their love for one another. That's what we're fucking focusing on. And that's what I thought the first episode did really, really well. Because it did not go out of its way to be like, all right, we're going to have a five minute long conversation in like an MCU movie. Where voiceover, we're just like, yeah. Yeah, it was like, this is the history of Wakanda. <laughs> Nothing against Black Panther, <laughs> but they don't do that. There's no need for it. It's just this show expects that you will be like smart enough to like, and it's entertaining enough that at the end of it, you will at least have some type, some base level understanding of this world and what it's all about. Am I am I wild? For no, you're not, and it's why like you're talking about focus. Right. And I think that gets back to what we're both saying about CG in a show like this, which is, I don't know, to me, the stuff that the show does preserve that's more important about Fujimoto style is stuff like, I don't know, like you, you read the Fujimoto stuff, you read, you read Chainsaw Man, right? And just think about how characters' faces look, right? That, that very yeah. specific, like facial style. You know, it's like Fujimoto has a more realistic sense of human proportion. Characters look more quote unquote real. There's that sort of vanishing nose quality. There's the way everybody's eyes look kind of like horror manga eyes, right? It's like that's the kind of stuff. The more human, realistic detail is the stuff that I think that, at least based on these initial impressions, that the anime is more dedicated to preserving. And yeah, you're right. It's like there's less of a priority on kind of making just flawless uh, action sequences, right? 
But I do think that the real priority is that more the more human elements of Chainsaw Man that just make those characters kind of live rent free in your imagination, like the minute you first encounter them. I mean, even with the action sequences, something that I noticed is, and tell me if I am like off my rocker, but when I was watching it, so much of Battle Shonen, once the fights start happening, gravity ceases to exist. When mm-hmm. people are punching each other, when people are doing stuff, it's they like, float, yeah. they just float, they do all this stuff. There were multiple parts where I'm just like, this feels at least the weight of what it would feel like if humans are getting ripped aside by a chainsaw. Like when the zombies are attacking Denji, there are moments where I'm just like, oh, I can feel the weight of all of these zombies on this very skinny drawn boy. And when he's like starting to hack and he's learning how to use the chainsaw, there are moments where I'm just like, they could have animated this faster. He could have been like, way. this could have been staged like how Attack on Titan is stage when they're zipping across lines and like just just slashing necks. And if you're thinking about the physics of it, it's like, how are you slicing through meat that fast? Fast with chains, yeah. And with Chainsaw Man, I'm just like, oh, it's not one to one in terms of reality, but there is a level of like, oh no, he's still one boy with a chainsaw on his head. It's gonna take him a while to cut all these people up, which I actually liked. Yeah, I don't I don't think it gets I I still think the standard for that that kind of weight, the realism of the weight of fighting and being hurt. I still think the standard of that is Netflix Castlevania cuz that's a mm. show where it's like you watch Netflix Castlevania, like if I watch that show for too long my ribs start to hurt, you know, <laughs> cuz that like physical violence in Castlevania, the way that that show is animated, that to me is one to one. That's a show that is like very attentive to the exhaustion and pain of people hitting each other and stabbing each other. Um, And I don't think Chainsaw Man quite gets there, but I do think, yeah, it kind of airs at least in that direction of always kind of like reinforcing like how young and and kind of frail, even though he has an eight pack, right? (laughs) He's still like (laughs) relatively frail Denji is. It's airing in that direction. It'll be interesting to see. Like, if I come around to your outlook on it, but yeah, I, yes, I get what you're saying. It wasn't perfect, but there were a few shots where I'm like, oh, they're at least thinking of the physics of it in a yeah. way that isn't like they're, when I watch some like battle manga, I'm just like, I'm just shutting my brain off at this point because I get it. The anime industry is, uh, just as ex- exploitative as, uh, all art industries. So yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to look too close. One thing, you're you're mostly offline at this point, right, Charity? I mean, allegedly. So I want to ask you, has it gotten to you yet the stigma of Chainsaw Man fans? Are they being annoying? Are they... Like, explain it. So I don't think they're being any more weird than, like, I don't know, Neon Genesis Evangelion fans or you know, JJK fans or whatever. There's just, it seems like there's more of them because, all right, perfect example. They're already getting weird about Makima, who is the mm-hmm. orange-haired uh, woman with the eyes that comes saves uh, Denji at the end of this episode. There's also the stigma, I think, of, this is similar to the way I think people were talking about Attack on Titan, where I think there's this sense in America because the first, in my opinion, Animator really, really really break through on this national level is like Dragon Ball Z. It's something where it's like, okay, kids are buying t-shirts and lunchboxes and this is a thing. Of course there's Sailor Moon. Of course there's Gundam. There's, there's all of these things, but DBZ does. Yeah. And I think that we are always living in the world in America that DBZ made where it's like people think anime is about boys yelling at each other and a bunch of filler <laughs> and these big eyes and all of this shit that I'm just like, all right, Dragon Ball is actually one of the best just pieces of art of all time. I just think that you guys haven't grown. But I, that is a long, long way of explaining that I think Chainsaw Man, the stigma that I think is starting to, that might evolve and has already started to hit the interwebs is that this is an anime for people who think that they're too good for anime. 
This is an anime for people who judge it on face value of it's about big titties and boys yelling and dumb shit. This isn't as good as my indie comics or my my prestige MCU fair. Oh, uh, I agree. This is like the this. I feel like a version of this happened, like did happen to some extent with Full Metal Alchemist, especially with yes. brother with Brotherhood, right? So it's basically our people being like that about it. Of hmm, I don't know. I don't know what to do with fans. Like, I mean, people are like that to some extent about Brotherhood. I think that you're maybe even describing a kind of fan of. Death Note? I don't know. I'd have to think yes, about yes. that. Yes, yes. Death Note is in there. It's But here's the thing. I think the thing that I want to stress about Chainsaw Man and Fujimoto is I don't think he's a perfect creator, but I think actually the thing that drew me to this first episode, drew me to his work, is that he loves manga and anime so much. Mm-hmm. You can tell that there is this... For someone to maybe poke holes in Battle Shonen or or poke holes in the way that this is how it's supposed to go. All right, we're going a different way. You have to understand the genre first. He like, and that's something that you can tell in the first episode. You'll be able to tell as you get later into the series is that Fujimoto, I don't think is one of those people being like, Hey, all that battle showing over there is shit. But mine is the prestige for me. He's like, no, I actually think that he's writing a love letter to all of the shonen comics that he grew up with. Yeah, especially because like there's not that much room for cynicism anyway in Chainsaw Man. Just because Denji is the character that Denji is, right? Like I, I do think that as cheeky as Chainsaw Man can be, Denji is like a nice boy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like this is just yeah, this isn't like subversion the anime. I don't know. This is I mean, here's the thing. Denji, which I think always grounds it, is that like Denji who is who he is. Like there is growth. But at the end of the day, he is like a he's like adopting a feral little cat. Like yeah. he's gonna snuggle with you, but at the end of the day, it just wants like food yeah. and whatever the cat equivalent to uh boobs for teenage boys is. Like that's just Denji is Denji. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I also want to know for you, do you think after watching the first episode that this can do what Attack on Titan or Demon Slayer did? Because I do think that one hurdle is I know about Crunchyroll, you know about Crunchyroll. Do you think your average person has a Crunchyroll account? No, absolutely not. So that, that would be my first thing. But to your point earlier in this conversation, we're not in the wild west of anime anymore where you're going yeah. to like VHS shops and being like, oh, like, da, da, da. like, no, there's a reason why when I'm reading a manga out in the wild, a sir, oh, like a 40 year old service, like, yo, have you heard about this little thing called Chainsaw Man? Part of me is like, is this a test case to see how potent anime is? Where if it's not readily available on your HBO Max or your Hulu or your Netflix, people of this still going to flock to it. Yeah, it's an interesting question, right? Because it's like, at some point, so like, think about it, Crunchyroll, you take Netflix, right? Netflix is a broad streaming platform that has anime on it. Crunchyroll is an anime streaming platform, right? But but Crunchyroll is also like Sony money. And at some point, if we're having this sort of, when is anime really, really going to sort of go toe-to-toe with the rest of popular culture in terms of viewership counts and stuff like that. It's just like, they can't just say, well, Chainsaw Man is too big to gate behind just a Crunchyroll subscription. 
Right. Because it's like if you just let every big potentially sort of like attack on Titan level thing just go to Netflix, then you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's good for the culture either. So in a way, you're right. It's like it is kind of it feels like a bottleneck, right? Of being like, you should watch Chainsaw Man. You got to get a Crunchyroll login for that. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Like, if I if I put the cigar down and stop trying to do the industry analysis and just look at it in terms of like, okay, how did MAPA execute this show? And also, how good is the source material? Yeah, man, I, I think that Chainsaw Man, like, like, Attack on Titan had to win me over. Like, for years, I did not get what y'all was talking about with Attack on Titan. It's just like, the setting is not not sort of necessarily my vibe. And like, a lot of the stuff about that show... It took me. It took me to season three of Attack on Titan to really get like, oh wow, this show actually is punching above its weight. Chainsaw Man is just something to me that like from the first like, time I picked up the manga, I was like, yes, this is the one, and that's what I want to see. Do you think that people will have that same reaction when they watch the first episode? Do you think that they've done a good enough job with the adaptation that it captures the magic of picking up that first chapter and being like, oh shit? Yeah, I I thought it did. And again, it's like the first chapter is like it it has like so many it's so focused, right? Like you only by the end of it, right, you meet Makima, right? But you you know, it's sort of doing a very focused, limited thing in the beginning. Um, so there's that, right? It's still it still feels like we have a very limited look at it, just because of how Denji and Pochita focused the first chapter slash first episode of Chainsaw Man is. But yeah, man, I believe in it. I, I believe in this. I think they did a lot of right things. I will put it to you this way. To the question that I posed to you earlier, sometimes I think that like I'm getting washed because I underestimate how big anime and manga is until like I go outside. And for example, I live in Brooklyn around a bunch of white people. And the things that people are like kids, young kids are drawing in chalk on the sidewalk Mm-hmm. Or characters from Demon Slayer. Like yeah. this is this is just mainstream culture. When I go to Barnes and Noble, the comic, the U.S. comic book section that houses DC and Marvel, no matter what Barnes and Noble I go to, gets smaller and smaller every year, mm-hmm. and it seems like the manga section gets bigger and bigger. Absolutely. Same thing with like if you go on the best-selling books on Amazon or the New York Times bestseller, you see manga on that shit. This is something where I do think if there is like a 12-year-old who goes, hey, I want to watch Chainsaw Man, mom, can I have a Crunchyroll account? We're not at a point where like, they're gonna watch it. Chainsaw Man is so big, I think that a lot of things would have to go wrong for this to not be as big as I think it would be. I just don't know if we have the right tools to measure it yet, if that makes sense. Okay, so anecdotal measurement. Like, I remember when I lived in Wisconsin, I remember once it was just like, I didn't want to drive all the way. I lived in the middle of Wisconsin. I didn't want to drive all the the way to Milwaukee where I knew there's like a manga shop. So I was just like, you know what? Let me, I'm getting used to this area. Like, let me drive to Barnes and Noble, see if I can find Chainsaw Man 8 and 9. But in my head, I'm like, there's no way to have it. Like, we're in the middle of Wisconsin. (laughs) Like, it's a Barnes and Noble. I walk in there, they got like, Four copies of both volumes, like that. That that's kind of the thing you're talking about. Of they have like, they have tables. Yeah, they have their stocks. They, you know what I mean. It's like they're about it. Like they know. And that's my thing. I'm just like these aren't invisible, like people who are like these are real people buying this. If people are buying all of 15 million sold worldwide, those 15 million people, there's gonna be a large percentage of them be like, nah, hook hook it up in my vein. I've been waiting for a studio like Mappa to make this. I see, though, <laughs> the most cursed question for last. Okay. And I didn't want to derail the conversation up top, but I have to ask. Charity, <laughs> are you a sub or dumb guy? Okay, so this is the thing. I'm, I'm actually a centrist about it. Like, um, there, I can think of maybe two titles two titles maybe three titles in my entire life that i've seen that if i was recommending them to someone i would say i also have a very specific recommendation about you need to watch the sub or the dub um 
I generally tend to watch the sub unless I'm really like only watching a kind of thing that I really only care to put on in the background, in which case I need to hear it in English because I don't speak Japanese, right? But like, I prefer subs, but I definitely... There are a lot of English voice actors for anime that I really like. There are a lot of English dubs for anime that I really like. I love both Evangelion English dubs. Both I love both the original English dub of Ava and the Netflix dub. Okay, that's you my are, point of view on it. You're hurting my feelings. So Literally, much right the only the only anime that I wish more people would watch, and I would love to do a recap series about that. Revolutionary Girl Utena. People should watch it. And also, if you ever watch it, do not watch the English dub. It is terrible. It will make you think that the show is really bad. Just watch the sub. It's the only one I can think of. Off the top of my head right now is like, Utena. Watch the sub. Everything else, all bets are off. Do whatever you want. Live your life. I'm a sub all the way guy. I'm elitist. I'm an elitist about it. And I will tell you, hard way to live. Here's the thing. I'm, and we're bringing up subs versus dubs because... I watched this in subs. Chainsaw Man will get it up. It is, it is happening. I tend to... I think so much of anime, what I like about it, and is that there's, an, there's a quality to it that I will never understand. In the same way, there's a quality of hip-hop that someone who's like, didn't grow up in the US, doesn't understand the lingo. There's only, like You come to it, you love it, but there's a part of it where it's just like this is over my head. And I think there's so many things in anime. The minute you put an English voice actor, where I'm just like, this was so Japanese to begin with, and now you're trying to Americanize it, and it's like awkward and stilted, and I can tell, and like it's nothing gets the voice actors, but like sometimes I'm like, I don't want my fucking anime character to sound like Bart Simpson from like. <laughs> from like middle America. I just don't. Like it just takes me out of it. Yeah, but sometimes that yeah, but it sometimes that's part of the appeal of stuff, man. Like I think of like all those like lotus juice raps from the persona soundtracks where it's just like, oh, this is like somebody from another culture doing American hip hop for Japanese video game. Like anime culture in anime, manga, Japanese video game stuff, like it's full of that kind of uh back and forth over the Pacific like translation error, error, transliteration error. I just think that starts to become part of the appeal of being an American fan of Japanese animation. That's fair. You're never going to convince me. I can't do dubs. I can't. I was so afraid when they sent us the screener. I'm like, if this is a dub, you can't <laughs> <the machine." laughs> right now. I can't do it. But, yo, you and I were both fans of Chainsaw Man. I have to ask you, how many balls out of 10 Dragon Balls will you give <laughs> the first episode? You Chainsaw forget Man. I once got in a fight with, like, Big Sean on Twitter over Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Wait, what was the fight? It was, like, literally, I was being my, um, my former colleague at Complex, Greg Babcock, and we did this article that was a Q&A between the two of us where I was just like, Greg, you love Dragon Ball Z. Explain it. I think it's trash. And the <laughs> complex tweeted out. And like within like five minutes of the first tweet out from the publication of this sort of conversation we had, Big Sean like quoted it. It was like, what is this garbage? That <laughs> was just amazing. It was like one of the best days ever. Black criticism. people love Dragon Ball Z, man. I don't know what uh, to tell you. But what was the question again? How many, what of, how many, how many balls out of 10 would you give Chainsaw Man? Remember, I'm not a games journalist. I don't overinflate. I don't give everything seven out of 10. Okay. That said, I would give the first episode of Chainsaw Man 7.5 out of 10. Eight, eight out of 10. Eight out of 10. Ooh. Eight out of 10. Is eight out of 10 good? I'd say eight out of 10. Charity. Eight out of 10. I'm going to go with my heart. We don't do great inflation right here. Don't you know what I mean? Like, it's good. It's really good. Watch the show. Eight out of 10. I'm giving it eight and a half nuts out of 10. <laughs> All right. I think that they did a very, very good job on this first episode. I've enjoyed talking with you about this. Absolutely. So much charity. We're going to be back. There's going to be so much more anime. Yeah. I have greased the wheels. I'm paying people, all right? Bleach is fucking back. Spy Family is back. You never know what we're going to hit, Spy all family. right? Let's do it. Spy Family, let's do it. 
Oh. Wait, you don't like Spy Family? No, I love Spy. No, 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 no. Don't you, oh. don't you slander me? Don't you I slander was about me? To get really upset. Spy Family, I Spy love... Family is great. Yeah, I mean, really... Twitter is getting weird about that one as well. But that's for another episode. Yeah. Yo, thank you so much for Charity for joining me. Thank you to our producer Jesse Lopez. I'm Charles Holmes. He's Charity. Anime Club is dismissed.